At General Mills, our table is your table, and we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity. Get fast, reliable internet for any budget. Now qualifying customers can get Xfinity internet free through the Affordable Connectivity Program. That's right, free high-speed internet from Xfinity. And internet essentials customers can get equipment included at no extra cost. Get started today. Want your boss to put some real action behind the rhetoric when they talk about making your workplace more inclusive? Find out how to hold their feet to the fire and demand diversity on the Diversity Dude podcast. Hello there, and welcome to the Diversity Dude podcast. I'm your host, Lambert Fisher, marriage and family therapist and award-winning author and national speaker on the topic of multicultural awareness and diversity. Those of you who are interested in even more positive and encouraging tips and strategies beyond what I can offer on podcasts like these, then feel free to reach uh, to check out my award-winning book, Diversity in Clinical Practice, recently recognized as an independent book publishers association, Benjamin of Franklin Gold Award winner for the unique way in which it addresses the often difficult topic of multicultural awareness and diversity. I hope that uh, no matter your role or position, if you are a helping professional in any way, that you consider ordering diversity in clinical practice to help you learn practical and encouraging strategies for meeting the greatest variety of cultural needs possible for those whom you serve. And similarly, whether it be through my one-on-one relationship building efforts as a therapist or my informing and empowering efforts as an author and speaker, my personal mission is to do my best to improve the world one strengthened relationship at a time. So... Today, I want to talk to you about the importance of representation. Now, as I mentioned previously before, when I get the opportunity to be invited to companies and organizations to offer positive and shame-free diversity trainings, I extend the invitation to all in attendance to ask whatever question they may have without shame, judgment, or offense on this often difficult and sensitive topic of diversity. Sometimes people use that opportunity to help uh, ask questions that they may have asked previously to others, but receive negative responses to uh, either from their fellow attendees or from the presenter of the training themselves. One of the questions in that category that I often hear in some form or fashion is this. Members, can you help me understand all this emphasis on representation? It, it just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, after all, um, how does it make sense to force a higher percentage of, of minority representation in a company or, or an organization that reflects a significantly higher percentage than they are in the general population? If, if they only represent a small percentage of the population, shouldn't they only have a small role in the company as well? That's the question. When I receive questions like this, I first make an intentional effort to thank the person who asked it, in part to reassure them and send the message to anyone else listening that all questions are indeed welcome. Also, it's in part to make clear my choice to believe that they, if they are bold enough to ask the question, then it likely came less from a place of judgment and accusation and more from a genuine desire to understand another side. This isn't just blind hope. It's actually a theory being tested by how they respond to my answer. In answering the question, I try not to give a master class on representation, definitions, policies and procedures, etc. They can Google that uh, or they can get that from other professionals who do quite well, possibly even in this person's past, uh, personal past or professional past. And yet something didn't meet their need is why they're still asking. Uh, so I stick with the therapeutic relational leaning and share this limited, non-exhaustive and yet impactful response instead. 
First, uh, I acknowledge, I express how representation is not about manufacturing perceptions of diversity for percentages sake. Rather, it's about the impact representation can have within or outside of the organization, the company, the larger career field, as, a, as well as the larger community and society at large. Representation often includes making the most of opportunities to invite and welcome diverse vo voices in leadership or other visible and behind the scenes roles. Doing so has many benefits. Uh, let me highlight uh, just a few. Uh, representation has the potential to increase cultural awareness of those within and outside the organization. Uh, without uh, culture even needing to be emphasized, the simple experience of seeing someone who is not commonly in a role do it well increases the ability to fathom uh, more variety in who has the ability to do such roles beyond who usually does those roles, as well as conclusions about who even wants to do those roles and what more can be brought to the role and more. Uh, certain prejudices and stereotypes are often less about having negative experiences that prove the stereotype or prejudice belief and more uh, reflective of a negatively skewed feeling of a void of a lack of experience or exposure to another group. We often fear what we don't know or what we haven't seen. So seeing it reduces the impact of ignorance-based fear. Uh, it's much more difficult to maintain a negative stereotype about what uh, people in underrepresented, uh, underrepresented groups can or cannot do when you see someone from that group do it and do it well. Then with one less ignorance-influenced negative stereotype in the way, more people will have a chance to show what they can really do. This leads me to a second benefit of representation, and that's uh, increased efficacy. Representation in the form of increased diversity and influential roles can help organizations and companies consider a greater variety of needs of the people who they're trying to serve. See, if everyone in the group uh, of people brainstorming uh, at the brainstorming table has most of the same background and corresponding daily life experiences, then they are likely to generate similar ideas and ultimately influencing the types of needs they were able to effectively meet. However, diverse experiences can contribute to not only diverse ideas being shared uh, for what additional needs are worth meeting, but also in more ways, more diverse ways to meet those needs. Experiencing this shift can shift the focus from uh, forced percentages to appreciated perspectives and a desire for more. This can lead to allyship, not for a cause, but for a mutual benefit uh, and efficacy. The company wins, the organization wins, the community wins, everyone wins. And finally, I express that representation has a significant impact on imparting hope far and wide. You see, some leaders express that they can't improve their representation efforts because there simply aren't enough diverse options available. Now, on one hand, this is an unfortunately limited view, missing the reality that there are so many un ways underrepresented groups, uh, experiences and perspectives uh, can be out there and can contribute. That even if it's not in the specific type of representation they were originally looking for, if you look hard enough, you will find a different perspective, a different experience that can enhance your efforts. And it's the looking that can set you apart from those who aren't even trying to look at all. On the other hand, there is admittedly some merit to there being a lack of availability for representation in certain ways, especially as it relates to a comparably abundant list of options for hireable, qualified candidates. 
<laughs> not because certain groups aren't able to learn certain jobs or do them well, but because there was a lack of representation in certain training programs in certain fields that helped them meet those required qualifications. And one of the reasons for that lack of representation in the student body of those training programs was a lack of representation in the training programs themselves, the leadership, the, the recruitment team, and sometimes the field as a whole. In short, many potential new students avoid certain career fields altogether, concluding that they wouldn't be welcome or accepted when they got to the end. Looking around and seeing limited or non-existent representation serves to prove their point and hinders motivation and hope to even pursue those roles. However, seeing someone who shares one or more of their cultural identities and experiences in uncommon roles can increase motivation and hope. Hope that it's even possible. A hope that they might be potentially the next one to do it and maybe even offer something unique when they get there. Many people who are the first to hold prominent positions after expressing their happiness for their achievement express a greater hope that while they may have been the first, they hope not to be the last. They don't want to be the rare exception. They hope to impart hope and expand opportunities that benefit them and everyone else. Representation increases the likelihood of more representation later. In summer, representation reduces stereotypes and prejudices through increased cultural awareness. Representation increases efficacy in brainstorming and meeting of a greater variety of needs. And representation increases hope and motivation for who can do more roles and increases future availability and opportunities for qualified representation in the future. I hope for you is that you would at the very least see the benefit of representation, not as a forced percentage effort, but as a way to increase awareness, efficacy, and hope. Representation benefits not just underrepresented groups, but also the overall experience of everyone in the organization and the community at whole. So with that, I'll again say thank you for listening to the Diversity View podcast. If you have any pressing diversity-related questions that you'd like me to address on an upcoming podcast, or if your organization is in need of shame-free and empowering guest speaking or training on this author-sensitive topic, feel free to reach out to me directly at www.lambertsfisher.com. Also, uh, you feel free to check out my award-winning book, Diversity in Clinical Practice, available on Amazon.com. And I look forward to addressing as many topics as possible in the future podcast to help you improve as many relationships as possible at work, at home, or in community. And as always, remember this. You don't need to know everything about everyone in order to have a positive impact on someone. Thank you all for tuning in and have a great day. Tune in each week and find out how to demand and implement diversity at your job. To hear more, check out previous Diversity Dude shows on ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. At Hy-Vee, we take pride of being part of the communities we serve. In 2021, we donated more than 14 million meals, and this year, we're committed to doing even more. For over 90 years, we've been the place that people turn in time of need, and we take that very seriously. That's why we're loading our semis full of food this week and making deliveries across the Midwest to help families this Easter. To join our effort, simply donate when you're at the checkout. Together, we can make a big difference for those in need. Y'all know how important helping the community is to me, and let's be honest, our communities need us right now, all of us. People are always asking me, Shaletta, how can I make a difference? Well, I have the answer. 
Excel Energy is putting on its annual day of service and you can take part. It's happening Thursday, September 8th through Sunday, September 11th. There will be nearly 80 nonprofit projects where you can volunteer to pack meals for folks in need, put together school supply kits and more. Join thousands of your neighbors along with Excel Energy employees. You can even get your kids involved. It's a meaningful opportunity for your entire family to make a difference. To learn more about Excel Energy's Day of Service project, go to their website at www.excelenergy.com slash dosinfo. Do your part to give back to the places where we all live and work. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at uhc.com. Plan benefits may vary. You started your business with big dreams and big ideas. But achieving your goals is a matter of doing the little things right. At Bremer Bank, we're ready to help you navigate all the details, questions, and challenges you encounter on your way to growth and success. Because right now, relationships matter more than ever. And understanding is everything. Find out more at bremer.com. It's never too late to set the stage for well-being. Here's your well-being tip of the day from YMCA of the North. Put mindfulness in your tool belt. Mindfulness is a method of paying attention and bringing awareness to whatever is happening at the moment. Be open to the idea of being present and honest with yourself. Observe what's happening rather than trying to control what's happening. We reduce our stress, anxiety, and negative emotions when observing rather than get overly flustered in our reactions. For more well-being tips, meditation, and yoga classes, visit us at ymcanorth.org forward slash well-being.